This is College Dame Day, a podcast for college football fans, hosted by three sisters who recap last week's games, talk about upcoming matchups, and find some time to trash talk the teams they don't like. Let's join Megan, Amy, and Laura as they break the huddle and kick off this week's episode. All right, everybody, welcome once again to another quarantine special edition of College Dame Day. This week we are featuring the ACC, so we'll give you guys some trivia. We will head to football on fleet, and we'll also wrap up talking a little bit about football in the news, as well as assigning different teams to our favorite or not-so-favorite Marvel characters. So for trivia this week, Amy, will let you start. Okay. So we'll start off with a little Heisman trivia. Who is the youngest person to ever win the Heisman? From the ACC or just in general? Just in general. But they are from the ACC. That's why. I'm like, they have to be the ACC. I'm going to guess it's Lamar Jackson from Louisville. Okay. Laura, you have a guess? Um... Let's go with Michael Vick. Okay. It was Lamar Jackson. Okay. Megan got that one. He was 19 years, 337 days old. Who does anyone know who the second youngest winner is? Was it Jameis Winston? Yeah, that's what I'd go with. It was. So the youngest two came from the ACC. Jameis Winston was 19 years, 342 days old. Now let's go to the other side. Who was the oldest person to ever win the Heisman? Okay, I'm pretty sure I know this. I think it was Chris Winkie because he was like 30 years old. Okay, he was 28, but yes. Okay, he's close. I mean, he's balding for sure. <laughs> he went and played um, minor league baseball. So isn't that weird that like the youngest and the oldest both come from the ACC? Such disparity. That is crazy. Okay, which ACC team played in the first BCS championship game? So it would have been the 1998 season and the 1999 bowl game. The first time that they had number one playing number two. Um, I think Florida State maybe was playing around that time. I'll say Florida State. Yeah, I would have said with Florida State too, but it was Florida State versus Tennessee. They lost because if you remember, Tennessee had played us the year before and they got killed and then they copied our weight program and then yes. they won the next year. So you're welcome, Tennessee. Um Okay. I wonder if it's similar to my quarantine weight program, because let me tell you, I am packing on the pounds. Um, okay, in oh this is a good transition. In 1998, the beginning of that season, when Tennessee, they went undefeated that year, but who almost beat them very first game of the season and kept them from going undefeated? They lost by one point. Let's go, Vatek. At the beginning of the season? Yes, it was the beginning of the season. Okay. And it was at Virginia Tech? No, it was not. Um, I'll say, I'll say North Carolina. Pitt. Nope. Neither one of you got it. Do you want to guess again? Well, I mean, I can, I can list off all the ACC teams if we'd like, but why don't you just tell us? Georgia Tech. Donovan McNabb was the quarterback. NC State. I don't know where he went. Oh, he was at Syracuse. Oh, okay. We'll see. We did not want to keep guessing. A little history with that. So that was when um, T. Martin was the quarterback for Tennessee after Peyton Manning left. Donovan McNam was the um, quarterback for Syracuse. And Tennessee had like a fourth down play that um, it was like a dropped pass. And then like a really, really late flag was thrown. And so then they got the first down and then ended up scoring. And so they won 34 to 33 but they were like that close to losing. And then that would have rewritten history for that college, college football. So anyway, how many Heismans does Clemson have? Zero. Yes. You said that with a lot of joy. I did. We have zero. Um, another Clemson question. Clemson won 
Well, how many national titles has Clemson won total? Four. I think they've won three. I think it's three. It is three. And their very, their very first one was in 1981. And who did they play in the Orange Bowl? Um, it was us. Do you guys not remember that? Uh, well, considering I was born that year, no, I don't remember it. Alive, so no. No, we've seen history before we were born. Everybody's seen stuff when they weren't born. That's there's you haven't seen that. That's disappointing. Well, yes. Um, they won twenty-two to fifteen. I actually know that because we um used to go to church, like in South Carolina. <laughs> we still we still go to church. <laughs> South Carolina, and the pastor was like a huge Clemson fan, and like he always talked about that game because he remembered it. Okay, we'll see. That's why. That's why you remember that. Then anyway, um, okay. So a couple, a couple ACC teams have never played Nebraska. Actually, I should I should say three. Does anyone knew know who they are? Have we ever played Wake Forest? Yes, we definitely. Yes, we have played Wake Forest. Okay. I'll- little story um there was okay that went to stevens county um when i was going to college there and he ended up getting recruited by wake forest and he actually played he was on the team when they came to lincoln and played in like i think it was like 2007 or something and he actually like caught a pass and it was it was oh wow like we were cheering for him but like then we're like okay get back to the floor but it was like cool that he got a pass so okay yeah, that's cool. Um, I know that we've played Virginia Tech. I know we've played Florida State. Miami. Um, we've played pretty, Clemson, obviously. I'm pretty sure we've played Georgia Tech. Do we play them? I, I bet we haven't yes. played UNC. We played North Carolina. I bet we haven't played them. Well, I said who have we not played, so. That's why I said I said I don't think we've played North Carolina. We have. Hmm. Okay, how about how about Boston College? Boston College is one that we've never played. Okay. Um, Syracuse? Nope. We've played them. Uh, Megan, you should know one of these. I'm guessing it's Louisville. Yes. Louisville? <laughs> yes, Louisville's one of them. And the last one is... Virginia? And Yes, Virginia. Okay, now there are three other schools that have never beat us that we have played and they've never beaten us in ACC. Which three schools are those? Wake Forest? Yes. Georgia Tech? No, actually we've never beaten them. We've only played them one time. We've only played them one time, but they beat us. So I think it was like they're like right around that time they won the champion. They were like one championship or whatever. So North Carolina. Yes. North Carolina is another one. Syracuse? No, actually, they ha- we've played them a lot, and they have a winning record on us, which is oh man, okay, okay, Duke. No, Duke. Also, we've only played one time, and they won. So, they man, must have been a long time ago. It was. It was like in the fifties or sixties. So, NC State is the final one. So, NC State, North Carolina, Wake Forest have never beaten us. Um, I just like okay. I like when teams have never beaten us. It just makes me feel good. Yeah. I like that too. Okay, so Steve Spurrier coached, we all know, at Florida, but he coached at two ACC schools before coming to Florida. Um, he did, like, several stints. Um, one one was a head coach, and one was just, like, a quarterback coach. So which schools in the ACC did he coach at? Boston College. Um, I cannot imagine him up in Boston, honestly. <laughs> I have no, no idea. I not be able to imagine him even more at this school. Okay. Um, Duke? Yes. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? That's a good clue. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Duke. And what's the other one? Was he a head coach there or was he the quarterback's coach there? He was the quarterback's coach there. He was the, he did a, okay. he did a stint here and then he did a stint at Duke and then he like took a little break from college football and then he came back as the head coach at Duke and then he became the head coach at Florida. Oh, he was at Florida like first as like some assistant coach too and then he likes okay so he was he was not a head coach at this other ACC school okay so this one is before Duke though yes before both Dukes um I'll guess Virginia 
No. But your husband is a huge fan of this team. Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech? Yes. I love how Laura got that right away. <laughs> there might be a slight delay, I will say. <laughs> You're welcome, Jared. So I just thought that was interesting, especially the Duke one that was like. Really mm-hmm. That was kind of interesting. Okay. So <laughs> just kidding. Laura's raising the bar. She's like, impress me, Amy. Can't wait for your questions to come. Okay. Um, They're good ones. Okay, this one's funny. Um, Roman Gabriel was in a Burger King Whopper commercial in 1969, and the line was that he had to say was, it takes two hands to handle a Whopper. And what school did he play for? Miami. Yeah, that seems like a Miami kind of line. Yeah, I'll say Miami. No. Um. Okay. You know how, like, they say guys are compensating when they have, like, lifted trucks and stuff? Like, this uh-huh. school that you would have to, like, overcompensate. <laughs> I mean, I can think of several in the ACC, so. You have a pick, but. Um, Syracuse. NC State. It's NC State. <laughs> I don't know if that's so funny, but it is. It is. Classic. Okay, um, okay. Last year, in 2019, what ACC team had a 96% field goal percentage, making 24 of 25 attempts? Um, is it Pittsburgh? Nope. I'm gonna go with Vatek. No. It's also a school that's never beaten us. <laughs> they had a good kicker last year. North Carolina. Nope. Wake Forest. Yes, it is Wake Forest. <laughs> I'm like yeah, forgetting the answers to earlier questions already. I know. I'm like, what's? I don't remember. Okay, you guys are doing real good. Just hang in there. Um, okay, I will go to my jokes now because I think you guys need to pick me up. Yes, we sure do. Okay, you just get ready. He's a wake you up. Okay. What do you say to a University of Miami Hurricane football player dressed in a three-piece suit? How many crab legs did you trade for that? Oh, wait, you said Miami, not Florida State. Never mind. Yeah. Maybe you say, why are you going to court today? Yeah. <laughs> See you in court. It was, will the defendant please rise? Megan moves close. Okay. One more. If three Florida State football players are in the same car together, who is driving? The police officer. There you go, Megan. Oh, me darn it. I do oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm starting to catch on to your jokes, Amy. So. <laughs> That's funny, though. That is it funny. is funny. All right, Megan, why don't you try and dazzle us with your trivia? All right. Which of the 14 ACC schools are private colleges? There are five. Duke. Duke. Georgia Tech. Yes. No, Georgia Tech is not. Wake Forest. Yes. Boston College. Yep. Two more. Clemson is not. Pitt. No. Pitt's not. Florida State is not. Oh, is Virginia Tech? No. No. Oh, Syracuse? Syracuse is one. There's one more. Wait, which ones have we said? <laughs> Wake Forest. You, said you got Duke, Wake Forest, Boston College, and Syracuse. There's one more. And I will confess, I did not know it was a private college until like a year ago. Is it Miami private? It is Miami. Yeah. Yes, it's I- Miami. So, good job. Um, okay, which current ACC member joined last? Louisville? It is Louisville. Do you know what year they joined? 2013. Yeah, I would say right around the, well, yeah, because we were, no, 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 I'd say after that, 20, 2015. Okay, you're really just dancing around it. <laughs> 14. Yes, 2014. They got rejected by the Big 12. They got rejected by the Big 10 because, 
or yeah, the Big Twelve. No, excuse me. it was the Big Twelve because oh. they took West Virginia Big instead Virginia. of yeah. yeah. So they left the Big East and went to the ACC. Okay, which ACC school has the highest revenue, athletic revenue? Florida State. It is Florida State. Oh, oh yes, wow. Very that surprised good. me. But do you guys want to guess what the second school is? In terms of football or all sports? Duke. All sports. Duke. I would say all Duke. Sports. It's, no, it's not Duke. No. Um, well, by the sound of your voice, it's one that we don't expect. So Yeah, it's very unexpected. Like Boston College? No. Uh, no, I would say like maybe like a Louisville. It is Louisville, but can you yeah. believe that over Clemson? Why is that like surprising? That's because I- Clemson has won two national championships in the last five years. I mean, yeah, but it surprises like- me more that Duke or UNC with their basketball programs haven't po- pulled in more money. Yeah, to but me. basketball doesn't pull in as much money as football. Basketball is just a fraction. Even I like bet Louisville yeah, is carried pretty heavily by their. Well, they were by their basketball team, though. I bet they were carried by them. I I. Would I- I don't know. I don't know. It just surprised me. But yes, Florida State is by far. I don't think any you know, has the highest revenue. I don't think any D one school basketball outweighs football in any any D one school. No, I'm not. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying. Yeah, because if they did, like UNC and Duke would obviously be right up there, and they're not. So right, that's I don't what know. I'm saying is, I'm I'm surprised that those didn't pull the next part of the weight in the category. Is my point. I don't know. I was surprised by that, but. It sounds like you guys aren't as surprised as I was. So we'll just move on to the next question. It's volleyball. Danny Busboom's carrying the Louisville team. That's what's happening. That's right. That's what it is. It's women's volleyball. Um, How many national championships has Miami won as an ACC school? One? 2001? Okay. Amy? I don't know when they joined. I don't know when they joined. I'm going to say zero. It is zero. They did win the national championship in 2001, but they joined the ACC in 2004. So they haven't won any as part of the ACC. Which current ACC schools then have won national championships as part of the ACC? Clemson. Yes. Florida State. Yes. And there's one more. Um, Georgia Tech won one, but I don't think they were in the ACC, were they? They were. That's the last one. So Clemson one has won three, 1981, 2016, and 2018. Florida State won in 1993, 1999, and 2013. And then Georgia Tech won in 1990. So those are the only three schools with ACC national championships. Okay. So who holds the record for career passing yards in the ACC? Do you want me to give you the school? Sure. I would say NC State. It is NC State. Do you know who it is? Philip Rivers. It is Philip Rivers. Very good. good yeah, thirteen thousand four hundred and eighty-four yards. Nice. And he's a Colt. This question is a little bit like one Amy asked already, but I feel like we should just go ahead and just clarify. Can you guys name the four Heisman winners from the ACC? Wink, Chris Winky, Jameis Winston. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson. Yep. Yes. There's one more. Michael Vick. No, I, he didn't win it. Charlie Ward won it in 1993. So those are the four Heisman winners from the ACC. So Florida State's carrying them. Yes, they are. Which school in the ACC is the largest enrollment-wise? Undergraduate or graduate or both? Undergraduate. But I don't think it really matters. Florida State? It's Florida State, yes. Mm-hmm. With 33,000. Do you guys know what the smallest school is? Georgia Tech? Nope. Duke? Nope. It's, it's got to be a private. Is it a private? Yes. Boston College? No, it has 5,000 students enrolled. Oh, Wake Forest. Wake Forest. Wake Forest. It's Wake Forest, yes. That's yeah, so duh. small. I didn't think about that, yeah. Okay, well, let's talk a little bit about mascots. This is my last section of trivia. Which mascot is famous for twirling a bathroom plunger like a baton? Miami. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, let's go with the Demon Deacon. It is the Demon Deacon. Is it really? <laughs> I kind of love that. Yes. Super funny. That's amazing. Okay. 
Which is the only ACC school with a live mascot? Um, well, I really Florida wish State. it was like the Clemson Tigers or Pittsburgh Panthers, but I'm pretty sure it's not. <laughs> what if it is not? Of it's NC State Wolfpack. Don't they have a dog? No, they don't. What is State Does Boston is College have an eagle? Oh my gosh, can you not hear me? <laughs> I can't hear you. <laughs> I've been talking for like the last five minutes. <laughs> Go okay, ahead. Well, what is your guess? I can't. Yeah, go ahead. It has that freaking horse that they run out on. Okay. Yes, I suppose technically, yes, the um, horse is alive. I guess I'm talking about alive. Um, is it the eagle? I think they're, no. Oh. Florida State, it is live, but it's like a live human mascot. Okay. Well, that wasn't clear. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I, w- I meant a live animal mascot. Oh. Oh, obviously the human is alive, like the Osceola. <laughs> I'm so confused. Wait, what's the answer? <laughs> you haven't guessed it yet. Okay. Is it the cardinal? No, I'm confused. So wait, the mascot is alive. Yes, <laughs> he is like breathing. He lives and grows and breathes. Okay, that means he's alive. The Virginia Cavalier. No, because that's... No, because it's like a stuffed, like, mascot. Like, this is like an actual live animal mascot. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay, the Clemson Tiger, then. It's not the Clemson Tiger. The the Georgia Tech Yellow Jacket. (laughs) Yes. No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Miami Hurt? No, no, that's a stuffed duck. I have no idea. Okay, (laughs) do you want me to just tell you? Because the Syracuse yeah. orange is also a mascot with a human's hands coming out, so that doesn't count. Yeah, but it's like a, that's a stuffed mascot, like a costume that someone puts on. This is like an actual live animal. You said that like seventeen times, just freaking. Okay, are you. It's the UNC Ram. Um. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Why is that hard to accept? I don't think I've ever seen that thing. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Okay, well, that's because they don't have a good football team. But anyway, do you happen to know his name? I'm guessing not, but I'll throw it out there. His name is Ramses. And they wash his wool with Dawn soap, and they paint his horns blue before every football game. Like the pharaoh? Yes, like the Egyptian pharaoh. His name is Ramses. Yeah. So anyway... Okay, well, since this is going so well, let's see if you guys know the names of a few other mascots in the ACC. Nope. So, what is the name of Osceola's horse? Oh, I should know this one. Lightning. No. It's like Charger. It's Renegade. Renegade. Okay. I knew. I did know that one. I just couldn't remember it. All right. Do you know what the name of the Miami Ibis is? Mm, uglier version of Puddles. Yes, he is uglier than Puddles. His name is shared with a certain character on The Little Mermaid. Sebastian. Sebastian? Yes, it's Sebastian. All right, and one more. Do you guys know what the name of the Pit Panther is? Blew it. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No. His name is Rock. R-O-C. I don't know. (laughs) stupid well on that note laura maybe you can top some of those questions yeah i I don't know anything about the acc either obviously between the pac-12 and the acc it's been rough all right so i just have a kind of a conglomerate of random facts so this first one i'm going to give you a player's name and a fact about them and you're going to tell me what school they played for so roger boone is the only player at this school that had a hundred hundred rushing almost at a hundred thousand <laughs> hundred rushing and receiving yards in the same game. It happened in nineteen eighty eight over a rival school. And we're guessing the school that Roger went to. Yes. Syracuse. Amy. Um. Uh, UNC. Well, it was a win over UNC. So Roger Boone played for Duke. So, yeah, only player with 100 rushing and receiving yards in the same game. All right. There is one team in the ACC that school colors are unlike any other school in the rest of the nation for D1. They have a unique color combination. What school is it and what are their colors? Um, 
Is it Miami? UNC? No. It's not Miami? There's another orange and green? It, it is Miami. So orange and green is unique. And do you guys know why they picked orange and green? Because of the orange trees. That is correct. So the orange represents the oranges and the green represents the leaves on the tree. And it's been this way since 1926 when they first picked these colors. Which mascots are not animals slash insects? Well, I mean the Virginia Cavalier. Two blue devils. The Wake Forest Demon Deacon. Mm-hmm. Miami Hurricanes. No, because it's an ibis. Technically they have a, yeah, they have an ibis. Oh. Wait, what did, what did you say they aren't? The mascot is not animal or slash like insect. You only have one more left. Um, is it Syracuse? Orange is Syracuse. Auto orange. That's the dumbest mascot. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Stanford's tree is close. Yep, the tree's dumber. Okay. The ACC is unique because it is the only NCAA Division I conference whose divisions are not divided how? By geography? Geographically. Correct. So instead of doing like north or south or east and west, they have been divided into Atlantic and into coastal. Since 2000, the ACC has had how many number one overall picks and who were they? Hmm. I think Jameis Winston was a number one pick. Was he? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I would guess Michael Vick might have been too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How many are there? Just tell us how many there are and then we'll Okay, there are three. Okay, so we got two. Was Lamar? No, he wasn't. He went like in the sixth round. He was really, really late. Um Right. The last one is Mario Williams from NC State in two thousand six. Glad you gave that one to us. You're welcome. So, yep, Jameis Winston from Florida State in 2013, Mario Williams from NC State in 2006, and Michael Vick from Vautech in 2001. So, before the college football playoffs were created, who was the last national championship team for the ACC? I think it was Florida State. State. Correct. Because they were in the um, the last BCS. It's like the ACC had somebody in, in it like the first five years of the um, – ECS and then the very last one, Florida State one. This school has produced the most recent NFL MVP. Mm, well, I don't really watch the NFL, so I'm at a disadvantage here. You're really not. Oh, I'm not. Hint, hint. Was it Louisville? Yay. Was it Lamar Jackson? Yes, he is the 2019 oh, okay. NFL MVP. So I did Louisville. not know that. Well, congratulations. Yes, congratulations, as I'm sure you're listening. All right, so the ACC finished with 27 picks in the NFL draft. Obviously, we know that Clemson led the way with seven selections. What was the next team that had four players go? Miami. Megan? Um... Uh, I mean, I think Miami's a good guess. Actually, it doesn't matter because it's Miami. <laughs> it is. It is Miami. Okay. It is Miami. All right. Good job. Miami always has talent. Mm-hmm. They just can't really be yeah. together. Yep. All right. This next segment, I'm going to give you players, and you're going to tell me what school they went to or currently go to. Matt Ryan and Luke Keekley. Boston College. Good job. DeAndre Hopkins, Deshaun Watson. Clemson. Clemson. Walter Jones, Deion Sanders, Jameis Winston. Florida State. State. Only one name's needed here. Calvin Johnson. Georgia Tech. Teddy Two Gloves, Bridgewater, Lamar Jackson. Louisville. Louisville. Reggie Wayne, Ed Reed, Ray Lewis, Warren Sapp. Miami. Yes. All right. In the 1950s, this team started using fire extinguishers. How and why are fire extinguishers used in football? I'm going to guess it's Florida State because of, you know how they plant the flaming, like, whatever at the beginning of the game? Mm Mm-hmm. 
they like ride out on the horse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what they use it for? No, but you're kind of on the right train of thought. Okay. So it is actually Miami. So Miami started doing this in the 1950s. And obviously, as the website says, it's not used to spray fans with, although I feel like that probably is used on Miami fans. But it was actually what they would use to create like that smoke that when they announced players, they would run through. And so a lot of other teams have adopted that now. Something interesting about this, Nebraska played Miami in like the 92 Orange Bowl. And because Miami got to play at home, Tom Osborne had requested that they not be allowed to do that because essentially it'd be like a home field advantage because they get the same setup, the same tunnel, everything. And Mm -hmm. so it was requested and they were actually told not to by the committee, but Miami went ahead and still did their regular entrance. So Miami, I know that's why I'm like, they probably were used to spray fans occasionally as well. Probably. All right. Last trivia question here. What team shares its home field with an NFL team? Oh, I do know this. Is it, it's, it's one of the Northern teams. Um, Boston college. I'll guess Syracuse. So it's Pittsburgh. They play their home games at Heinz Field, which is also the Pittsburgh Steelers home field. Shout out to my dad. Yes, forgot about Pitt. Who's also my dad. (laughs) And mine as well. well, Oddly enough, he's all of our dads. Um, So weird how that works. That is crazy. Well, let's transition to our football on fleek segment. This week, we are talking about the best special teams play from the ACC. Uh, Amy, why don't you give us your pick? Okay. Um, Virginia's Joe Reed had several um, kickoff returns Um, this season. He had one against, um, I think it was like William and Mary or some like crap school. And there was like a little bit, I think it was like a full like 100 yard um, return. But the one I'm actually picking is the one against Duke where he ran 95 yards. He just like, I don't know, like finds a seam and he just like shoots through it just real fast. And I watched that clip that you sent it to me. And is it the, I, I don't know who on the team at the very end threw a block and the guy might've been able, it might've been fast enough to get past it anyway, but he had a pretty key block. Yeah. He, he like cuts back. Um, like, cause the, the guy, the defender like had the angle on him or whatever. And he does cut back and there is a block there at the end that like helps him. But I think like momentum and stuff, he probably could have got in there by himself. But um, I did watch the clip, Amy, and it was impressive. But I do think we need to keep in mind that they were playing Duke. So, okay, Duke was not that terrible a few years ago. <laughs> <laughs> that one time during that one game, really random season. I was really kind of picking him as a special teams player because he didn't just have those against Duke. It, it was a it was a nice return, though. I agree. Okay. Also, I couldn't do anything from Miami or Florida State, so I just kept going down the list until I found a school that I didn't abhor. So, Okay, well, got to do what you got to do. All right, good pick. Um, I picked um, – it was actually kind of a game, but I picked it because of Pittsburgh. Um, so this game was played back at the end of September last year, and it was a big game, obviously, with UCF being good for the last couple of years. And – Pitt gets off to a pretty big lead, so they're up 14-0. They actually have their special teams play where they block a UFC punt. They blocked it around the, the 20, so they were, I think they ran it in like 18 yards total. So they recover it, run it in. Pitt goes up 21-0. Later on, um, UCF's come back a little bit, but Pitt is still winning 21-17. And UCF does a reversal, and they return a punt for 90 yards for a touchdown. And then I remember watching this game because it was such a good game. And Pitt ended up winning 35-34. But I remember that was such a back-and-forth game. And there was a ton of special team plays during that game. So I picked that for my my uh, special teams ACC moments. Do you guys remember watching that game? Yeah, I do. And I remember thinking that UCF just like gave them that game. That I thought they should have won it. But Yeah, that was a crazy game. But that's just like Pittsburgh. They're one of those teams that – when you're least expecting it, they'll just pull out a, a win. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they'll upset people a lot. Yes. They're really, really good at the upset. So, all right. Well, for my special team play, I went with a Louisville game. 
Shocking. I know. And I also had to go with a kicker because these are two things that are near and dear to my heart. So anyway, I went with the game um, Louisville, North Carolina State, and they were up by 10 and kicking a field goal. But instead of kicking the field goal, they faked it and the Louisville kicker threw for a touchdown. But it was pretty impressive, I will say. Um, He hung in there and waited for the pass. He took a hit and he threw a dart right to the end zone and it was a beautiful pass. So yeah, because he did... It wasn't the extent of Tim Tebow where like he pops up and then, you know, like comes back down and like throws it, but he actually kind of like runs in a little bit to like have the defense come like draw into him and then he like pops back out and then like kind of shovel passes it over. So yeah, I thought it was, it was a pretty heads up play by the kicker because a lot of times you see them like panic. And so I was, I was pretty impressed. Yeah. I thought he like mentally, he just was really tough and just kind of waited until the pass was open. So anyway. All right. So we got some pretty good plays from the ACC. Let's transition to assigning them to this week's characters, which is going to be Marvel characters. And Amy, I know you had some some strong opinions on assigning them to maybe only the villains. Uh, who do you want to start off with? Well, I have my um, villain of all villains, Red Skull, because he was a Nazi and he was like trying to be like more evil than Hitler. So I think I could really only go to Miami. Like, do you just remember all those villainous players like Warren Sapp, Ray Lewis, yes. Kellen Winslow? Well, also, when his face like melts off at the end with the fire, it kind of looks orange. So I think... <laughs> <laughs> I do think that's a good one for Miami, Amy. I had a different character chosen. As did I. So I'm curious to see, Megan, what you have. I know you're not going to like it because it's not, it's, it's not a villain. But I went with the Hulk. That's who I have. He's obviously green. He's big. Like Miami is known for their big line. And also because I think the Hulk, he has a lot of powers, but he can't really harness them very well. He has like a lot of trouble utilizing his superpowers. That's in line with Miami. They always have like a ton of talent, but they can never really put it all together and like really use it well together. So I just saw some parallels there. The main problem though is that the Hulk in his like alter ego character uh-huh. is that sweet little guy. Yeah. And he's you just can't find somebody good to Miami. Yeah, well it's not a can. perfect parallel, I agree. No. Well, I also picked the Hulk because like you said, they have really bad tempers and <laughs> I was watching this special about him on ESPN because ESPN did a documentary on him. And um, essentially they they were like the bad boys of college so much so that like when the college football committee came out with like new rules, essentially it was like a highlight reel of Miami's like past seasons <laughs> pointing out everything like, that they like, do. Yeah. They're like, literally it was, it was their like tape. Um, so I also put the Hulk for Miami. Cause like you said, green, bad tempers, but again, they do have a lot of talent. I assigned red school. So you have the Duke blue devils. So what's the opposite of a blue devil? It's a red devil. So I put Red School for North Carolina because I don't like North Carolina. And essentially, they're the devil. So No, but North Carolina in football is just like a non-factor. So they couldn't have such a strong character as Red well, School. Well, Red School's easily defeated. He's beaten like one movie. But he's not easily defeated. Yeah. Like Captain America really gets messed up. UNC is making a little bit of a comeback with Mac Brown there. So yeah. they're putting up a fight a little bit. Um, okay, fine. I'll give you a less controversial one. <laughs> I know nothing about the school, so I'm sure you guys can find out the tie very quickly. I put the Pit Panthers as Black Panthers. <laughs> okay. For any reason other than the Panther connection? or no, that's just, it. Okay. Okay, because I have someone for Pittsburgh, and there's a little bit more meaning behind it. Okay, fine. I have Pittsburgh as Goose the cat in Captain Marvel, because they're not generally threatening. You look at them and you're like, oh, it's a cat. It's Pittsburgh. But then every once in a while, they become a flurkin and they pull off like the occasional upset. So they beat Clemson, they beat Miami, they beat UCF. So I I think that they're goose the cat. Okay. Okay. Caden, I was talking talking to the kids about this and Caden said that Pitt should be Ultron because for another reason, because of Blewett, not the Blewett that took the field goal against Clemson and won, but the one where he actually did blow it against Duke. 
Um, because Ultron, when he's trying to destroy the world and throw like that city or whatever down on them, and then he chokes, and then he's like overtaken. Mm. Well, well thought out, Caden. That was well argued. Well argued. Yes. Um, well, if you guys like my Pittsburgh Panther one, which you did not, you're going to love these ones. So I put Georgia Tech because they're the Yellow Jackets. I put them as the Wasp. And then I put the Boston College Eagles as Falcon. <laughs> okay. Debate amongst yourselves. Yes, Georgia Tech, I do agree with the Wasp. I put Hank Pym. Because Georgia Tech, they're like the engineering school. He's like a scientific genius. Um, but he briefly becomes a yellow jacket before he's a wasp. And then before his daughter is a wasp. Okay. Okay. So I went with Hank Pym. That's a full story there. Yeah. I guess that's like only in the comics. It's not in the actual okay. movies. But Okay, nerd. <laughs> yes. I had Georgia Tech as Groot because they're like – on the good side, but they just don't really ever do much. It's that tree that um, doesn't do a whole lot. So I have them as Groot. Okay. Okay. Um, what do you think about the Louisville Cardinals as Doctor Strange? So hmm. I wanted to, I wanted to assign them Captain America, but he's a really goody two shoes, and they have a lot of sanctions, so I couldn't. So I went with Doctor Strange. Right. They're a little unconventional, but they get things done. And obviously, the red color is very strategic to both of them. Um, mm -hmm. So I selected Louisville to be Doctor Strange. I like that. I, I had not thought about that connection. Um, I went with Spider-Man. Okay, Louisville yeah, yeah. Because they're the youngest team in the ACC. So they're kind of like the new talent. Consistently, they have good potential, but they have been known to make some bad decisions, um, have some poor judgment at times, which alludes to the sanctions. So I went with Spider-Man because he makes some bad calls. Okay. What about Duke? I put them as Tony Stark because they're rich in their oh arrogance. Oh my gosh, I did too. Okay, good. I, <laughs> I For said, the same reason. I said they're rich and arrogant, but I still like them. <laughs> Okay, yeah, because he is still likable. He's still, like, a good character, but he's also, I mean, he's, yeah, really wealthy. He's kind of a player, and I feel like this is all just right in line with Duke. What do you mean he's, like, still likable? He's, like, one of the main, like, yeah, likable, like, like, Iron Man is, like, the... He's the OG. I don't know. Yeah, so you can't put that as Duke. No, oh, I thought you liked Duke. I, I do. I don't have a problem with them, but they're not okay, Iron Man. Like, I didn't they say then? they were Iron they Man. Did. I said they were Tony Stark. Okay, but that's who that's who is Iron Man. I understand that, but difference. Okay, Amy, then why don't you <laughs> tell me who you have? I think that's so funny that Laura and I independently arrived at that, both of us. I don't think it's that weird. You guys are like the same. <laughs> no, we're not. We're not at all. The Megan's same. like very quick. She's like, I'm no, 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 no. Thanks, Megan. Back that truck. I like the different one of the the girls, and so it doesn't surprise me. At That's all. not even true. <laughs> yes, it is. No, it's not. Okay, how is it not? You and Megan went to the exact same college. You both got married. You both have three kids. I went to a completely different college. I didn't get married for a really long time, and I don't have any kids. So I don't want to hear that Megan and I are the exact same. Okay, but, like, I'm not talking about, like, choices of our life. I'm talking life about major life decisions. I'm talking about how you think. <laughs> I'm talking about how you think. You guys think on the same wavelength. Okay, so what's your character suggestion for Duke? Well, I had the Bumblebee girl just because she's really like crafty and you know like smart like up in the brain like Duke is. <laughs> she's smart up in the brain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like <laughs> way to make your point. <laughs> she's just like she, her tactics are more cunning you know. Like, okay. 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 That's what I was going for. It's been a long day. I just, you can't, you can't make Duke, Tony Stark, or Iron Man. They're just, that's too cool of a character for Duke. I'm sorry. I don't, 
problem. But I think that is how they see themselves. Well, that might be how know? they see themselves, but what everybody else sees is what really matters. It's like those guys at the gym that think they're huge and walk around with their arms puffed out, but the rest of us just see like a puffer fish. Like it's, it's what everyone else sees <laughs> okay. that matters. Okay. 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 All right. Well, does anyone else have any yes. other characters to assign to other schools? I do. I actually have a difference with you again, Laura. Okay. Back to Amy's point. We are not always on the same wavelength. Okay. For Boston College, you had Falcon, but I had Hawkeye. And this is why. Because they are birds. one of <laughs> the lamest <laughs> superheroes. Okay. So they're like it's not true. integral to the plot at all. Like in college football, like the landscape of college football, who cares about Boston College, really? But that college like produces some sharpshooters. So they are known for their quarterbacks. So they had Matt Ryan, Matt Hasselbeck, Tim Hasselbeck, Doug Flutie. Like all of these really famous NFL quarterbacks come out of Boston College. So I put them as Hawkeye. Okay, but I feel like you can make the same argument for Falcon. Because it's kind of like an ancillary character. But, you know, like you said, they do produce some talent throughout. It's fine. They're both birds. I think they're both. They're fine. I won't. I won't be too upset about that. Okay. I had Clemson as Thanos. I, I, I remember that. I forgot to ask you about that. Okay. So explain to me how they're the ultimate evil. Well, because they're like ruling the whole conference, it's <laughs> going to take every single team in that conference to take them down. And even then, like half the time Clemson still comes out ahead. It's just they're dominating. They're, they know. have all the rings. So yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So who's going to snap their fingers and make them disappear? Well, it's not going to be Duke. I can tell you that. <laughs> well, here's the deal. I do think it's going to take all of the other schools like <laughs> yes. stepping up and like actually making it a season for them to, you know, have to play through their yeah, conference. Yeah, but isn't, isn't it yeah. Iron Man who does it? Isn't Iron Man who like... Yes, but everyone assembles at the very end. Yeah, it takes everyone. But he's the one that actually snaps and is all shaking and stuff. Yes, but everyone's going to have to step it up so that they actually have to play a tough schedule. You know what I mean? Because they can't keep having these like cakewalks through the ACC. Uh-huh. Um, I did have one more character just before we end I the have segment. More, but I can't get a word in edgewise. So, oh, okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Amy. I have um, Florida State as Hella, Thor's evil sister, because um, they're evil and. No further explanation needed. That's mm-hmm. the main thing. But they're also more like, um, I don't know. You just know how like girls are just more like vindictive. Yeah, like vindictive and manipulatively evil than like the men characters. I just feel like Florida State just matches up to that. They're just mm-hmm. that's them. And then um, for Virginia Tech, I had Loki because it's like you never quite know. Like, mm. what Loki, like, his loyalty, where it lies, if he's good or bad, which, you know, Loki's going to show up, if they're going to be good or not. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Virginia Tech yeah. can be good and do stuff, and then they can be really bad and mm-hmm. suck. And so it's just like you never know which side. So I had Loki for Virginia Tech. Yeah, I like that because you – also with Virginia Tech, you just never really know if you should like, you like them or not. Too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about – well, you said you have Florida State. I also have one for Florida State. So we'll see if we're on the same wavelength or not again. Should we say it's on a three? Okay, let's see. Yes. Okay, one, one. two, three. Four. Oh, oh my gosh, gosh yes! <laughs> yes, because here's the thing. They're, they're like the former like college football powerhouse, yes, and but now they're that. not at all. So they're totally fat Thor now. Exactly. They're dumpster fire. Okay, well, so I guess, Amy, maybe you have a little bit of a point. Yeah, but again... Thor is like I know I knew you would disagree with it. That's why it's fat Thor only. Even fat Chris Hemsworth, like Florida State is not cool enough to be. Okay, I knew you would disagree with it. For as soon as I heard your selection for Florida State, I was like, Amy's gonna hate this one. But they're, I feel like Florida State's not that evil anymore. Like they're not that powerful. They're just a blob. But I did kind of line up with you guys because I picked Thor's sister, and you guys picked Thor. Oh, okay. So I ended up in the family. I'm just removed. So maybe we are related. Maybe. I think we share the same dad. <laughs> oh, speaking of dad, did you guys get the um, video I just sent you of the Wake Forest Demon Deacon riding his motorcycle into the basketball arena? Did you guys get oh, that? Oh, I must watch it. Yes, I did. Okay, well, 
I've also liked making your connection to why you thought of dad. <laughs> You're like, so speaking of dad, do you remember the demon deacon? As soon as I saw this, I was like, dad? I was like, dad's the demon deacon? What? Oh, oh, I see the title of it. Okay. It's like, never lifts his feet up. Oh, yeah, his feet. His feet are just paddling it in. It's like safety first. <laughs> it makes me laugh every time I watch is it. Is it even on or is it just in neutral? <laughs> It does exactly it's in neutral and he's walking it and there's like fire shooting out. It's like lights or strobe lights are going around and he's like waddling it around the gym. It's like a 45 second clip. <laughs> I know. He's like travels from one end of the gym to the other and it takes like a minute and a half. Yeah. No one looks psyched at all. Like no one at <laughs> stands aren't even full. Okay. That's depressing. <laughs> the fire. The fire. <laughs> It's like 20 seconds between the two flares because it's taking so long. Safe is fun. Okay, now I see why you thought of dad. Yes. Mm -hmm. All right, so a little bit about football in the news. Harbaugh came out. He had written a letter um, essentially saying that undrafted college football players that don't get selected during the draft and they still have some NCAA eligibility should be allowed to return to their schools or back to college football. What do you guys think about that? I think that it's an interesting position to have as a coach because I would think that would be very complicated for a coach to deal with. How do you know like who's going to get drafted or not and if you need somebody at that certain position like to fill? Yeah I mean I think like it's it's I guess it's fair in one sense but I think if you do that the person who declared for the draft and didn't get drafted, they have to come back and compete for that spot. So if they're replaced, they may not get the starting spot back. You know? Yeah, but then they might have, you know, the transfer portal option or whatever. I, I agree. I think it could get messy. Like you said, when you're out there recruiting, trying to get, you know, a top quarterback and you're like, yep, you're going to be my guy. I promise it to you. And then the quarterback you thought, eh, it probably might go, doesn't, and then comes back. I think that does get messy. Mm-hmm. But like for someone like Jake Fromm or whoever the heck gave him advice to go get drafted, I know he eventually he got picked up, but I'm like, in that case, it's like, oh my gosh, like I, I wanted him to be able to like pull out of like announcing that he was, that was being in the draft for him, like taking that long. And then that, like that will play a part in his confidence. And I think that's like going to ruin his career. I'm not even kidding. Like, I don't understand why he even declared for the draft. Like Laura said, who gave him that advice? Because the second he said that everyone in the nation was like shocked because he had such a horrible season. Um, But Kirby has already recruited Jamie Newman from Wake Forest. So they have a starting quarterback you know what I mean like I don't think he can go back a coach should never say you're my guy you're my it should always be a competition like every position should be the best player is gonna like that's what breeds like greatness and so no coach should ever promise anyone the job yeah but I mean if you're the number one pick man out of high school you want a school to come to you and be like you're playing like that's how you get the guy there is you promised him the spot so You'll be a perfect fit for our offense, stuff like that. But if the dude sucks, then, you know. <laughs> Amy's being, <laughs> Amy's like promising like everybody that she recruits at the life. I would, no, She's I would. Like, yes, yes, come to our school. No, I'm, I wouldn't do that. Like, that's my whole point. Sounds like that's what you'd be doing, but. No, I, I'm, I'm saying like you were like, yes, you have a shot of playing and you get like 10 people that are like quarterbacks that are all top tier to compete. Uh, no, I get, I get, I do get your point though. Um, it, I don't, I don't envy recruiters. It's a tough job and dealing with all the different personalities and, and filling the roles. I don't know. I just thought that was interesting that Harbaugh took that stance. Yeah. I mean, I think at the end of the day, I kind of disagree with it because part of declaring early is like, it's the gamble. Make up your mind and then. Yeah. So if you decide to do that, that's yeah. great. But I mean, if it doesn't work out, you should be able to go back to college and finish, like, your education. But I don't know about playing. playing. Like, you know, you shouldn't get any promises of, like, oh, yeah, you're back on the team or you get a starting position or something like that. Like, what's his face from um, Houston? Yeah. um, Yeah, well, like, and then he's going to, like, redshirt or whatever. Like, what the heck happened there? Didn't he... Didn't he transfer? Did he? He ended up going to another school. He ended up leaving um, Houston. And he had like the coach's blessing. But that's just like, that's just Mm -hmm. dirty to your team. That's like, that's like, I'm not having a good year. So I'm going to redshirt and like save one of my years of it because I'm like sucking now. Like, I just, I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like that at all. I don't like fickle and I don't like that. 
Yeah. I, I, I kind of take the other side cause I kind of feel for these college athletes where, you know, maybe you're a really good offensive lineman and they typically go decently high, but maybe you're not one of the top ones and you're like, you know, this is really my shot. I just kind of want to see where I would fall. You know, do I gamble playing another year in college, like maybe breaking, you know, breaking a leg or tearing ACL and then I'm out of, you know, money moving forward. And so you kind of want to see like, Hey, can I just see like, where would I fall in the pick? Like, I kind of understand that mentality from a personal standpoint, just because it is a huge risk when you're not one of like the highest positions or necessarily the best player to have to like forfeit. That's like, you can't just be like, Hey, um, let me see if I could get this job and then like have this job on the, like, that's not how life works. That's 100% how life works. I could go apply for a job and take it and I could leave the next day. I I, I get the mentality. I, I don't think it would work, to be honest, but I, I yeah. know why you would want it. I, I can understand is what I'm saying. You can't go to another job and then when it's not working out for you, be like, oh, hey, can I have my old job back? Like that's Yeah, but I could go try to get a job and they could give me an offer. And then at that point, I would know, do I want to take this offer or do I not and want to stay at my work? So you would have both options on the table. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, you're you've got to bet on like finishing college, and you know what we we saw with like Lamar Jackson. You know, he doesn't get picked up, but he can sign as a free agent, or they can. I mean, there are other options. Like you can work really hard and go to the training camps and things yeah, and try you to can get picked up. There are other options. My thing is, it is like you should. And my advice to everyone, like you should just always stay in college for like as long as you can because that's years you can't get back you know what I mean there's no time limit on how long you can be in the NFL but there is a time limit on college so why wouldn't you like learn as much as you could get as good as you could yes injury is always a possibility but you're probably more likely to get injured in the NFL with like the bigger stronger like better yeah but you're getting paid at that point so I I actually kind of wonder if the NCAA continues to open up, you know, allowing players to get paid, I think this issue would go away. Because I think that's the reason why, you know, you want to go to the NFL is because you're getting money at that point. You're making a career, you're making a living. So, I mean, maybe that that rule change will change these kind of thoughts. Well, let the record show that Laura and I are disagreeing. We've drawn the line in the sand and we are standing across from it looking at each other. Right. On opposite sides. No longer on the same wavelength. That's right. That's right. If we do go to paying college players, I think that Nebraska, which I'm not saying I even agree with it because I have like reservations about certain parts of it. But if we do, I think that that would benefit us very, very greatly. Because if you think about the fans that like are going to put their money where their mouth is, players that played for us would very greatly benefit from, you know, monetarily from that rule. And I think that that could only like help us, which I think would be interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, hot topic again, listeners share your thoughts and opinions. Um, other things we wanted to shout out a couple of uh, Husker players here. So um, there was an article on the McCaffrey family. Essentially the brothers are working out in Colorado. They've set up kind of like a makeshift workout um, behind their house. So shout out to Luke. We see you working. We hope it pays off as you're competing for that quarterback job. Amy, what news did you want to share with us? Okay. Well, I thought it was cool that we just picked up an Australian kicker for, I believe this season's class. Um, We're joining the Australian kicker club, Daniel Cerny, but he's coming on a full scholarship to play this next season. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah. Yeah. The scholarship uh, punters and kickers have really worked out for us. What do you guys think about using a scholarship on that position? Most schools do not do that, by the way. Are you Are you seriously asking me this question, Laura? I know you love it, Megan. You know I've been it. lobbying for it. Yes. Yes. I think it's a great move. Well, I we gave that. Caleb Lightborn one, so, and we're still uh, having to honor it, so... Well, I'm not saying I'm not a fan of just handing them out willy nilly. I'm saying find a quality athlete and give them a scholarship. Okay, well, I am a fan of willy nilly, but you know, another difference between us. That is though, all the silly willies and nilly willies. All right, well, that is exciting though. Hopefully, it'll produce some good talent for us. Yes, I just want some field goals to go in. I would like all of them to go in. <laughs> I will settle for just them, to be honest. Yeah, that's that's true. That's true. All right. Well, that wraps up another special edition of College Name Day. Everybody have a good week. And let's check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Bye. 
Thanks for listening to College Dame Day. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite podcasting app. Also, hit us up. We are at College Dame Day on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Join us again next week for more college football content. Thank you.